Welcome, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the soothing sounds of the Humber Dojo podcast, coming to you from Dublin 6. Yummy. Hola, como esta? <laughs> that was the sound of Juan doing his polyphonic singing, which is another of his several skills. Como están? Hola. Hola. <laughs> How are you, mates? Oh, very, very good, happy. very good. Very happy to have you. Yeah. Juan is back in the dojo. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. It's very gl- I'm very glad to be back in Dublin after two years. Uh, I've been a while. I have been a while. So I met with Scott and say a couple of times, maybe with you also, and with all of you in Denmark. Uh, but I haven't been back for for a couple of of years, so it's very nice to see everyone again, and you know. It's two years since like you were like, in this dojo. Pardon? It's two years since you finished your internship here. Yes, yes, Ooh. two years ago. Actually, mm, uh, it feels like yeah. forever. Feels like I don't know. Forever. It's, it's a long time, enough time to do quite a few things, but uh, also went very very fast. Yeah. Very fast. So we were, Juan is here because we had a seminar yesterday with Rick Houghton, Cincy. Um, excellent, as always. Uh, did you have a good time? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Actually, I met uh, Rick Sensei in Denmark. Uh, so I decided, okay, I want to train with him uh, more often. So uh, I decided to join the seminar here in Dublin, which is was very nice. Very yeah. Good uh, highlights and ideas to work on later on. Uh, so maybe we will have him uh, next year in Barcelona. So you are all invited to visit sunny, beautiful ba- Barcelona. Ba- Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, sure, man. I'll go. I practice my Spanish. Yeah, yeah you should. You should. Hola, Juan. Hola. Okay. So um, two years. What have you been doing karate-wise for the last two years? Uh, well, I have to say when I when I left the dojo after the, the ten weeks of the internship, I have a huge back pain. Oh! <laughs> so I took a rest for a couple of months, oh. doing just swimming very lightly mm-hmm. and uh, walking in the mountains. As I really like to go. Is that from sleeping on the futon, is it? Yeah, sleeping, sleeping I suppose it? training has to do also <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something. But uh, and after that, I, I didn't train that much for maybe six months. Uh, but when I went back to Barcelona, I recatch and I start training back again, like you know, three hours or two, two hours, two three hours for the weekdays uh, for yeah almost one and a half year. Two so, three yeah. hours every day. Yeah, it's except for Saturday and uh, and Sundays. Yeah, from Monday to Wednesday to Thursdays, and Friday maybe yeah one more. Yeah, so two hours. So, so basically, I was working and training for one, one year, one and a half year. Yeah. Now, so, like most people, I think when they leave the internship, they don't train to the same intensity as they do when they're immersed in the dojo. Because yeah. it's easy to train hard in the dojo because that's all you, you can do in the dojo. You know, you're training every day. Uh, what have you been doing to maintain that intensity to keep improving? Because you've improved yeah. a lot in two years. Like you can see the progression. It's very, very nice to see. Um, what have you? What, what's your thoughts on training? What, what have you been doing? Yeah, thank you, mate. Uh, it, well, as I was teaching kids uh, four days a week, mm. yeah, from Monday to Thursday, so I usually enter the day a little bit earlier, do some things, then teach one hour to the kids 
keep training until the class, the other classes start. Uh, so yeah, one of the things that you learn when you come here, or I learned when I came here, is that you you well, you can understand many things, conceptualize many things, but physically you have to perform them. And you have to do it, do it, do it, and, and you also have to break, break this physical barrier, which is actually stopping to perform something that you already seems to be understanding. Mm. So the physical part, or, or breaking this wall of physical performance, was actually uh, one of the things that allowed me to keep working. Yeah, yeah, and also motivates you because you, you realize that you can do more things, and this is yeah, this is nice. Yeah, you feel you can Good do feeling. something, so you, you try to investigate, you explore, which is nice, and try to enjoy my practice. You know, I I, I usually see people beating themselves up too much, and try to seek you know approval or to to you know pursuing a goal very obsessively, and and I don't work that that way. Yeah. So I just try to enjoy it. I, I learn a few things here, several, many of them that uh, I try to recatch them. You know, maybe seeing the DVD Karate Principles, which is I think I think is a very good tool. And all, oh yeah, yeah, for the DVD. <laughs> and, yeah, you're in the DVD. Yeah, 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 yeah. superstar. So yeah, available on Amazon. Uh, try, to, try to work the same things that I work here back in Doyo, and, and you know, try try to not lose this. Uh, understanding uh, in a con conceptual way but also the physical way yeah nice what's go. the what's the japanese for that martial study <coughs> and uh rudo something like that yeah i, I don't think it is the same <laughs> concept that i'm talking now okay but uh yeah i mean studying you have to study in yeah. a way yeah i have been doing a lot of mental training in the sense that I see videos and I try to reproduce themselves mm. yeah, again in my head. So if I like, for example, you you discuss a few podcasts or last last pod, podcast yeah. that is in, in in line now. You discuss uh, you 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 name it a version of oh, Osaka Sensei doing Goyo Shiho Show, which is beautiful. I very like nice, it very yeah. much. So maybe I try to see the video a few more times and then reproduce that in my head then go back and go go back to the time yeah visualizing right it's important yeah it helps yeah yeah cool it's good man sounds good yeah sounds good so training basically you yeah. have to train if you train you more or less you so yesterday we trained with rick sensei and trained <coughs> with him in denmark uh what did you take away from the course man what did you take away <laughs> Well, one, one idea that he said, or I like it very much, is how, how many approaches can coexist. Yeah. So, so two big ideas I took from the course. So he took he he spoke about Nishiyama way of punching and a Sai-sensei way of punching, which are very different. The connection is way different, and you know, they're oriented in a different way. Yeah. yeah? So how you can make those two approaches coexist and you know develop both. Etc. And also, how how you relate yourself with the community and the organization and your mates and you know how you actually enjoy your freedom yeah. as a karate, as I, a budoka. Yeah. The thing I took away from this time was actually when we were talking at dinner, we were talking about how we people lose the kind of like it's too physical, like karate becomes that physical process, and you lose the the spiritual aspect of martial arts. 
Yeah. A lot. And I think that, like, you know, and he talks about community, he talks about his own community, the Sunday Morning Keiko, and how he wants to build that and just be a sort of karate family, so to speak. And I think that this is a great example right here, you know. You come back home, to, you come back, it feels like you're coming home to Dublin. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think it's a very beautiful thing. Yeah, I, mm. I understand what he talks about when, yeah. you know, we have karate friends over and stuff like that. I it's really feel nice. it. Very you nice, know? Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Really feel it. Yeah, coming here and see, seeing all the yeah. people and when we met in Denmark, uh, I mean, I, I felt so loved yeah. by everyone, and I, I, you know, that was, was a very lovey-dovey weekend when we weren't punching beautiful. each other, wasn't it? Really, <laughs> it was beautiful. I, I, I'm really glad that we were able to share. Yeah. And we have the opportunity to share not only the, you know, the, the moment, the venue, everything, but the grading all also. Yeah, three of us was, you know. Love you guys. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, yeah um, Juan, well, we've said it on the podcast before, I'm pretty sure, but Juan graded to Nidan at the summer camp in Denmark. Bidi bowing us to you, Juan. Congratulations. Same for you guys. Very nice grading. Very nice. Yeah, indeed. My favorite bit was when I when I punched you. That was ah. very nice. <laughs> <laughs> when I kick you. Yeah, yeah. Very beautiful. Very beautiful. Very beautiful. And Juan was the very very first intern that we ever had in the dojo. Uh, Ru, you've done the internship yourself. Mm-hmm. I want to know what is the best intern moment and the worst intern moment from both of you. Mm. Best moment from two years ago in Dublin. Best moment in the dojo, I think, will be the moment that you realize. I mean, for me, it's different, maybe for you, because I come from abroad. So the moment that I realized that I made good friends. Mm. Oh, God. (laughs) That moment was beautiful, very nice. Yeah. And the worst is Neil coming in the mornings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Neil. Sorry, mate. But everyone, everyone's awful. worse. Everyone's worse than yeah. Neil. Yeah. What was your best? I don't know. I'll go. I'm not sure about best. I know what my worst is, and it's not actually that bad. But um, you know, obviously, there's intense training, and you know, there's a there's a bit of pain that goes along with that. You know, when you're recovering or in training, um, when you're getting punched or whatever. But um, one time during your kumite class on a Wednesday evening, um, you had me pulled up as uke. And you were saying that I was going to attack Kazamazuki. And so there I am standing with in, in Kamai, so my left hand is, is, is in front. And you started tapping my hand every time. You, you're tapping my left hand. You're going, so who's going to come in with this hand? Tap. All right, and when he comes in, this hand, tap my hand. And I'm screaming inside because I'd just broken something from hitting the makiwara too much. Oh. And to this day, there's stuff that moves around inside my knuckles oh. that isn't supposed to move around. Uh, <laughs> you were just—I was just trying to keep a straight face while you were just tapping my hand like that. This is the fist that's gonna come. Th- this one, th- this, this hand right here. Just, just keep hitting it. Were you doing that on purpose? No, no. <laughs> I would never do something like that. But you keep the elegance. Oh, yeah, everything that yeah. you do should be. I was screaming elegant. on the inside. Yeah. I was like, I, AJ says I said this, but I'm sure AJ yeah. said the secret to being tough is not complaining about it. Yeah, just, yeah, of course. Not complaining is very important. Yeah. I mean, in life, the well, secret to being tough is just you don't you don't say anything. You know, you know if you walk. Tough people just don't complain. You know. <laughs> um, but the best moment was just uh, the best moment was the whole thing and how cool it felt to be living karate all day, every day for a full month. Yeah, and now it's my now it's my job, so that's awesome. But at the time, it was um, yeah. Yeah. About time. Hi. <laughs> Ish- oh, that's not Thank Ishmael. You very much. Welcome. 
Coffee has arrived. Thank you. Juan's servants <laughs> bringing us coffee. Ishmael, say hello. Hi to everyone. <laughs> Bea, say hello. Um, hello. Hola, como esta? Hola, <laughs> we have some more Spaniards in the dojo at the moment. Ishmael is our intern. We'll, t- we'll talk to him on another. Will we talk to him on another podcast? When he's earned it. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk to him towards the end of his internship. <laughs> when he's earned it. Ishmael was adamant he wasn't going to train today. I was going to kill him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we had a very, very hungover session here in the dojo oh, earlier we, on. We, um, we had greetings, we had Rick Sensi, and then we went out partying, singing. You missed it, we were singing the hole in the bog and the bog down in the yeah. valley. Oh, yeah. Were we? Uh, we not very well, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't forget it. In the, in the nightclub? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, for, I don't remember much of, yeah. of, much of anything last night. And then back in the dojo training next day. That's what it's all about, That's man. That's it, man. Yeah. Last, last to leave. First on the floor. That's the. That's yeah. the way it should be. You both, yeah. You both. You be. both are good at that. I'm. I'm the first and leave. And maybe. I'm still learning. I'm still yeah. getting there. To, to, Tommy Sensi is the, the master. And the master. <laughs> the yeah. master. Yeah. The master. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to say, I prefer the tap water. The Irish tap water. <laughs> Irish, beautiful yeah. Irish tap water. <laughs> <laughs> so you are currently on a mission. Yes. From God. Mission from God. You're yes. on a mission to uh, try and rediscover all the Asai Sensei kata. Well, yeah, I try to gather some uh, audiovisual info, uh, resources for everyone to check in the block, which is not, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's a good idea because many of the links now are broken, oh. so you cannot access mm. uh, many of the videos. But in the in the way in the in the way of doing it, I discovered a lot of. Asai footage and other people doing Asai katas uh, yeah. and, and, and was very inspirational I think for start looking for new ideas new movement patterns and etc so now I'm trying to recatch the katas that I have been learning from the past four years Asai katas yeah. learning from Scott Sensei from Frank from Frank Sensei and other couple of instructors yeah. so yeah Nice. Yeah. And like, do you not get frustrated though? Because Asai, Asai says he was famous for never, like that saying, he never done the same kata twice, you know? Twice, yeah. Always making changes, always different. So it's not very annoying trying to find that information and then, like, oh, he's doing it this way one minute. Yeah. He's doing this way the other. Like, well, I find that I think karate people go a bit crazy yeah. over the details. Yeah. And true. I think the lesson is that, like, man, no, like for Rick since yesterday, like, Rick, no form. Yeah. No more form. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, but 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 since it shut up. Yeah. yeah, I think as I sent a, a very clear message, is do it in your way. Yeah, yeah. This is what I do. You can take whatever you want. You know, try yeah. to understand what I'm trying to teach with this kata, but you know, explore the kata, try it in different ways. And of course, of course, if you post your performance, you will receive criticism. A, yeah. a lot of it. Maybe for people that is first time that's seeing the kata, or maybe people that is very experienced and they have a very clear idea of what the kata is. Uh, but I think it doesn't matter on the end if you give a you know fair opportunity to the opinion or the criticism. But the the important thing, or, or the the thing that I think is relevant is that you explore it by your own and you try to figure out what is yeah. in there. Can agree more, which is man. which is very fun. It's your kata. It's very fun. When, when we were in Italy with Paolo Sensei, we were taught 
a kata called Genten yeah. by two different uh, sensei working there, <coughs> and they both did it quite differently. Yeah, yeah, it was their own kata. Yeah. It was very nice. Yeah. Good to see. So no, not strings attached. Thank you. we said that they were both really shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we, we brought it up then over lunch. Yeah. I said, oh, Emiliano Sensei does the kata quite differently to Fulvio Sensei. And he goes, oh, they, yeah, Emiliano is very bad. Says <laughs> <laughs> Fulvio, uh, not much better. <laughs> <laughs> two, number one, number two guys in the door. Yeah, it's a fifth Dan and a seventh Dan. <laughs> uh, it was very good. But so you've got these guys on uh, yeah. hashtag Karate Adventures. You bring you bring these guys over. Um, are you and Didac are putting on courses? You're going to have Rick Sensei next year. You've got Scott Sensei next year as well. Yeah. You had Simon Sensei. Yeah. Is there is there you have more plans to travel more with these guys to do more sort of dojo trips? Yeah, I mean we we try to encourage the whole group to join as much as many activities activities as they can afford, can pay, go. Yeah, we, ha we have a couple of students coming to Kangeko. Yeah. Ishmael, Kangeko, Bear, Kangeko? Maybe. Maybe is not good enough. Yeah, and yeah. Fa is coming every once in Maybe a while. Maybe never bull a cow. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely Fa. Lovely Fa. Lovely Fa. She's coming for Kangeko? I don't know if this year he's coming, but mm -hmm. he, he had come yeah. in the past. Yeah. Uh, you should come. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Definitely. I hate Kangeko. I need lots of friends around me for Kangeko. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the, the, my best <laughs> to bring people here. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It'll be a little bit easier with Juan here, yeah? yeah. Anytime you get pissed off. <laughs> yeah, six in the morning. <laughs> Time for Budo right. Karate. <laughs> <laughs> this is Budo Karate. <laughs> Just so, the way his face changed there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, because it's Budo, you cannot you have the same face. You can't face. smile you can't if you say you Budo. You can't say yeah. Budo. <laughs> I remember <laughs> a funny face when like. I just started Karate with the age of six years, maybe. I have this uh, instructor, which is Alejandro Castro, is now the... Uh, president of the Karate Federation in Venezuela, mm. long career, Kanazawa group, very, very fine karate. And, and he was teaching us as a very small kid and say, you know, encourage us to put a very fear, fearless, you know, mm -hmm. fearful look. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Put Shotokan face, you know, Shotokan face is shot, is, you know, cool. going to kill your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to yeah. try that on some yeah. of my students. Yeah, Shotokan face. Yeah. I tell them to do an angry face and they always end up laughing. It's a little joke, you know. It's good. Yeah. So yeah, but very good weekend. You know, we we discuss a lot about psychatas uh, between us and Yeah, we done some training there, yeah. We were doing you were showing me uh, Kakyoku Nidan. Nidan, yes. I showed you some of what Paolo Sensei was teaching us yeah. in Italy. Um I watched you and Ruth fail at committee drills. Yeah, I mean, and we got it yeah. eventually. Yeah, so fucking uh, half an hour later, but whatever. <laughs> Who am I to <laughs> Look, judge? <laughs> we are well. I am very, very hungover. Okay? <laughs> yeah, you have no excuse. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I'm just bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> Too much tap water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, talking about excuses. One thing that I've been, you know, talking with. I talk a lot of this with Elisabetta yesterday after uh, his grading is you know excuses or blaming people from your progress or your mm. karate uh, i think it's very important to take ownership of what you're doing and the result that you're getting because you know instructors can give you many advices and they can you know help you out and whatever but uh, 
lately you have to own yeah. your own development and yeah. this is way more fun yeah for me it's way more fun because you can do whatever you want and if you fail it's your failure and you can you know move on change change mine yeah it's different though when you've when as the one <clears throat> the one downside to being part of organizations and stuff like i feel when i my, I'm trying to make my karate my own, but I also feel like I am representing the organization, HDKI, mm. I'm representing Scott. Well, I think it's like as much as I would like to have my own thing, and, but I think when people look at me, they look at, oh, this is the guy who works for Scott, who trains with Scott. This is, yeah. like, there is always going to be that aspect, so you have to be very, like, I think sometimes you have to be careful that you don't go too far yeah. off the wrong way because then it's like, well, it is a wrong way. No, not the wrong. No, not the wrong way. But I think if you go too far away from the green, you become you become an outsider. Of, yeah, an outsider. It, it can be very and that can be very shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, depending what you're looking for, or what makes yeah. you happy. I mean, it's uh, at the end bottom yeah. is at the end of it is you you want to be happy practicing. That's an interesting idea, right? So, because Juan is very much on a solo journey. Yeah. You know, uh, and, you know, Rick talks about, you know, being on your path and stuff like that <clears throat> an awful lot. And it, there's a lot of that notion in his cartoons as well. He, that, mm. that holy moly cartoon that he draws. It's this character on a constant quest. Yeah. Um, but you, I mean, you have your, you have your dojo, you have your students, you have Didak, your sensei. Yes. Um, Shout out to Didak. Yeah, and before we go on, big shout out to Ellie and Katie for passing their gradings. It was just mentioned. Oof. They both graded to showdown yesterday. Deep bows and losses to you both. But what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Whereas we here in the dojo, Ross and I, with Scott, with AJ, with whoever else trains with us in the mornings and, and most evenings, we're very much, we're all on our personal journeys, but we're also on the path together, if you know what I mean. Yep. And there's constant feedback and... Not not just not just feedback like not just feedback on our technique <coughs> or on our karate, but uh, for example, the discussion, like discussion, and also motivation. Change ideas. Like you and I, tra we do sessions that aren't on the timetable. We train on Fridays with the big gloves. We train today, which was you know just sort of ad hoc. Um, you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah, hmm. it's like there, there's there's <coughs> being on a solo journey, but then there's also. I think you need to, the problem with being on a solo journey is that you then, the more people, again, the more you isolate yourself. It can be a benefit as then you have no one to judge you. It becomes mm. your own personal thing. It becomes, you can then develop and like you say, you take ownership for your own progression, which is very good. But then also you then, if you go too far, you can then lose insight from other people, which is important yeah. to progression as well, yeah. yeah. Well, I have to say that I don't feel that I'm in a solo journey. I'm very surrounded by a huge community. Yeah. I, I feel part of this Dublin thing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, big friends in, in England also. And, and back in Barcelona, obviously, it's a beautiful family that I have there. Uh, but, uh, I mean, you say you have constant feedback and I think this will give you give you more freedom actually because if you're better and doing things you actually have more uh, a wider uh, way you know more more opportunities so I more agree, yeah. things to choose from uh, so it doesn't constrain your yeah. way of doing more more so likely to open it and widen it 
do do you ever worry about going against the grain too much when you train against like, it? the grain? Like I do to break away too much from the because Shotokan is what is it Scott says Shotokan is the the uniting language we all speak yeah. in karate. Yeah, <clears throat> right. So you can't like so if you go and then decide oh I'm going to change my karate so instead of doing something this way I'm going to do it solely this way. Yeah. You then again you then disconnect from the Shotokan family the more yeah. you change yeah so what do you do to make sure that you you don't ostracize yourself too much okay so yeah yeah good uh, i mean the the 12 physical principles very helpful to keep you in some kind of line yeah that you're following uh, so, so if i try them all always to go back to them uh and i and i also have the sense that the Shotokan karate is very white so you, you can, I mean, you have Nishiyama. Very, very wide. Very wide. I thought you said very white. No, very white. <laughs> okay. I mean, we're all, we're white I mean, dogs. We're all thinking that, but do it, see it. <laughs> we, we do happen to be mostly white, but the dojo's in Dublin. White bells, white doggies, what are you talking about? Uh, I don't yeah. get it. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> Carry on, Juan. <laughs> Shotokan is very wide. Yeah, it's very wide. So you, you can find many approaches to one thing. So you have, you know, yeah, you're both end of the spectrum. Yeah. yeah, so you have a size and say you have cases and say totally different approaches to do things. So yeah, I think there is plenty of space for everyone to explore and yeah. to taste. Yeah. I agree. That's what I, I'm trying to do a bit of soul searching myself with my karate just now. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it's difficult. It's one of the cha the biggest challenges I think is to be in a dojo where you have to teach to a set standard and regime that you have yeah. to when you're teaching kids they have to like say follow the principles but then they, they also have set goals like when they grade for belts yeah. training for competition that's that there is set a set structure that needs to be followed in order for them to progress yeah. but then you train under a sensei like scott sensei you have you need to do karate his way when you're in the class like you you you're in the class i always think no matter who's teaching do karate the way they're asking it to be done yeah. So then, ah, yeah, yeah, it's, then it becomes very difficult to find time to experiment and break away without, you know, uh, without uh, colliding with the structure that is in place in the dojo. Yeah. It's, it's quite tricky, I, I find, doing it myself, you know, because you'll be trying something and then you'll get corrected. Oh, don't do it that way. What are you doing? Do it this way. That's the way you're supposed to do it. Mm. Idiot! <laughs> you're kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I was to, I'm just trying. trying. I'm playing. I'm playing. You know. Yeah. Uh, so that's so that's why it's it's a, a relief for me. Like the grading that we had in Denmark, when that was out the way, I felt free. You know, I didn't realize how much it was weighing on my head. Mm. I have to be my kata has to be perfectly like this. It has to be you know. Do, do, do. And then when it's over, you're like, oh five years to just do whatever the fuck yeah. I want. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> just do whatever. I can do anything. I can do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great it's, feeling, yeah? Yeah. I told Elisabetta last night, I say, you're in the best moment now because now you, you, you just pass your children. Now you have time. You have, actually, you have the duty of explore many things. So, Enjoy it, yeah, please, because it's, it's beautiful. Feeling. And as, you know, the same thing, you, you have to enjoy the seminar, then you have to enjoy your grading. Then you have to enjoy all the time that you have until the next, you yeah. know, thing the that you have to face. Grading, yeah, the yeah. horrible feeling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. What were we talking about? Oh, uh, after the grading, freedom, freedom, freedom. Yeah, to be free. 
after like so like we're saying to let your mind roam freely that freedom of being able to just play yeah enjoy karate try things scott's been on about that lately it's number it's number six of the nijukun isn't it let your mind roam freely Mm. be open is you know what's funny like because i i said to him i don't have never like like i think uh, scott middleton used to do interviews articles with people little little facebook posts like talking to someone and he would ask them one of the questions was what's your favorite Nijukun. Yeah. And I was like, I've never even read it. Like, I don't know what it is. And, it's, <laughs> and he's like, what are you going to say? And Scott was like, I don't know what to say. And I was like, well, do you read it? And he's like, do you care Like, care about it? He was like, no, not really. I've never done it. And I think that's what he ended up putting down. He's like, he's never really given it much attention. But there, but the, old, the older he gets, because he's getting on a bit now. <laughs> <laughs> he said it, man, not me. He's getting on a bit now. He's starting to, he's starting to become a bit more whimsical. He talks he shit a bit more often, is what you're yeah, saying. <laughs> yeah. he, he talks some some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He starts talking about the Nijia Kun. He starts, you know, I've got a big list of quotes from him yeah, on my yeah. phone. You know, and some of it is, re- I mean, well, no, it's all really good stuff, obviously. But mm. especially when he's on a big course, mm. when we have people coming from abroad, such as the Spaniards, <laughs> or or people from other dojos and other organisations, they come around to to train with uh, Rick and then uh, and to train with Scott. And then when Scott takes his class. He, you know, it's a lot of, not the usual stuff, but I mean, the usual format, as in there'll be a physical principle he's working on, there'll be something he's trying to get you to do physically, but then he'll gather everybody around and he'll have a, a, a nice couple, a nice monologue or two, where he'll talk uh, and he'll bring something up such as the, he did bring up the uh, let your mind roam freely thing yesterday in the course. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, you up, weren't there for that I was class, up were you? Helping Rick yeah. with the kiddies. Yeah, he did bring that up. He was talking about being <laughs> open-minded. That was a funny, man. Yesterday, so Rick, Rick tried to get the kids to teach the kids how to tie their belts. He says, "When you come to karate, because I asked him at dinner, why do we wear a dogi?" And he went to start talking about, you know, just like you should practice tying your belt the same way you practice a punch. So he got all the kids to undo the belts. And there was about seven little five-year-old white belts, you know, little tiny, tiny kids. They have no idea. They can't tie their own shoelaces, never mind the belts. So he's getting everyone to tie their belts. So I'm going around each kid, tie the belt, tie the belt, tie the belt. He's like, okay, let's take the belts off again. We'll tie it again. I was like, for fuck's sake, tie the belt. I was going around tying all these kids' belts. Then he'd get them to take off again. We'll fucking tie the belt. I was going mental. It's like, you stop fucking doing this belt tying shit and do some gray. Like, <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, yeah. Parents were laughing. The parents were watching me just going, fuck. <laughs> tie this belt, tie this belt, tie this belt. I get him taken off again and again. Never ended. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's his style, though. That's Rick. Mm. It's Rick all over. And what did he say uh, when you asked him, why do we wear a dogie? Um, Juan, why do we wear a dogie? Uh, I, I don't know. They are very uncomfortable sometimes. But Simon says, Simon says he said something. But we discuss. Do you remember that we discuss about training naked? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what he yeah. said. So we went to this idea. I never thought about it, and then we all were in the table discussing about you know how you you make another connection if you're naked and. Yeah. It's different, you know. it's different. I never try. It. I have to try. It. You don't have the so that crack of the doggy to worry about anything yeah. like that. Yeah, you don't rely in this feeling that yeah. the heavy doggy does. Yeah, you know? yeah. it does feel. Yeah, that's that. It was that we, when we were at Tommy's restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rick Sensei told us that he used to get up at four o'clock in the morning and spend about two hours training bollock naked. 
And that's an image that is firmly implanted in my mind. Yeah. And won't ever go away. I'll show you the video one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I like he was talking about like in the class we're in the doggies like, um, he's saying like the reason that it's always you know how it's always the left over right when you put your doggy on. Oh yeah. Left over right. Yeah. It says because what's the name of the short sword? Ka oh, not, not the katana. katana the, no, other the other one. one. I don't know. Kodachi. The what one? Kodachi. 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 You, you mean the, the, well, the short, the small sword, yeah? The small, no, um, no, no, no. Tanto? Uh, Tanto? Yeah, I think Tanto. That, Tanto. Oh. that sounds right. Whatever it was, the wee small sword, right? <laughs> Saying that they used to hide that in there. So it has to be left over right so you can reach in with your right hand and pull it out. Okay. Because most people are right handed. Okay. So that's why it's that's why it's on that certain way. Okay. And then it's like and then the belt has to be below your belly wear the belt because it reminds you where your centre is. Yeah. Because it's gotta be below your belly button. Yeah. Uh, and he's saying that's why we have the belt this way. And then uh, it's got like because it's, it's a traditional Japanese dress, so just like, you know, um, a ballet dancer wears a tutu, just like a gymnast wears, a, or wrestlers wear leotards or whatever. We wear dogies. It's just a traditional way of dressing mm -hmm. for practice. Yeah, uh, I mean, karate has some part of artistic performance also. So yeah. for performance, you dressed up. Yeah. You dress for I know that uh, Funakoshi took it from judo, right? That that's Or, well, he took the belt system from judo anyway. Yeah. But I think maybe the white dogie was an idea he took from that as well. Uh, but um, uh, modern karate was popularized, you know, by Anko Itosu because it was introduced to, to the Okinawan school system. And then Funakoshi got it introduced to the school system in mainland Japan. And in school, kids wear uniforms. So they've got to have a uniform for when they're doing karate as well. Yeah. So maybe that's why we wear a white dogi. Yeah. It just looks cool, man. It does look also look very, very cool. cool. Yeah, I love my doggy. But only with black belts. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really stupid when you have like a green belt like a on green. or something like that. <laughs> 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 How long have you been doing karate, Bear? One year and a half. Okay. You can tell, right? <laughs> <laughs> How long till she gets her showdown? Don't get upset. Don't get upset, ah, I'm only give, give us a few years. So okay, yeah. we'll, we'll come back. Yeah. Did, you, did you start karate with Juan and Didac? Yes. Okay. Yes. You can tell that. Yeah. No, I've never seen, met Didac. I don't no? know. I've never seen him do karate. Yeah. No. I've heard very he's very really good. good. Very good. I've heard he's also yeah. a very very cool guy. Yeah. He's very cool. He's Big shout out to Didac. Kick-ass Japanese tattoo. Yeah. Up his arm. I mean, he's got the motorbike and the yeah. haircut and the swords and stuff. It's very cool. He's a, well, actually, he's now third dan on the Scots and say, grading and uh, also third dan in jodo, which is a traditional martial arts, mm -hmm. which is fighting against the katana, katana mm -hmm. with a uh, wooden stick. Mm -hmm. uh, very traditional. So the yeah, he's very very into you know training a lot of yeah. jodo and teaching to, twice a week. He has a small group, a very enthusiastic, very constant group. So, hey, no, it's very nice. Uh, hope, hope you can meet Did again. Again, you, yeah, you yeah. know him. Yeah. He should uh, come over for Kangeko. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell him. Yeah. Didac, get your ass over here. <laughs> Didac's head of HDKI Spain, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Holding down the fort. And you guys just moved into a new dojo, yeah? Yeah, we switched dojo. We moved from an Aikido dojo several reasons and we move now to a gym 
So we have a beautiful uh, room full of mirrors, wooden floor. Sweet. So you can train parking, naked yeah. and see your body. Yeah, I, I suppose I, I should, yeah, I suppose we can find a schedule for do that, yeah. doing that. Uh. Remember, we we were going to have naked yoga in the dojo. Did that ever happen? No. <laughs> Jesus. Between you? No. no. <laughs> they were going to do. A, somebody we're... was looking for a space to do naked ah, yoga. Okay, they okay. approached the dojo asking, "Can we use the dojo for naked?" It yoga? would be a good spot because it's not on the main road and there's no big windows. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite secluded. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some crazy people out there. Man. <laughs> <laughs> naked yoga. Uh, That's a much stupider idea than naked karate. Yeah. We've done some naked karate in Kamakura. <laughs> in, in the sea. In the sea, yeah. <laughs> we did skinny dipping in yeah. Kamakura. How, how was that? Yokogeris against the waves. It was very yeah? Good. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it a very like zen and mindful moment? Absolutely, like, very yeah. serious? Yep. Yep, yeah. yep. It was about, it was, again, we got up at four, it was about four in the morning. Yeah. And we were, we thought we'll go and we'll do some karate some in the sea. Karate. Some budo karate in the <laughs> sea. <laughs> and we and we'd, were doing yokogeris against the waves. Now tell the story how it actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's just say Ray Sensei is very persuasive. <laughs> <laughs> when he's had a, a, a few drinks. <laughs> well, we've all had a few drinks, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, it's just another karate adventure, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Good fun. Yeah. Do you know something? What? I think it's about that time. I feel it coming on, man. Yeah? I feel a... Coming on. Of the week. Lad Sensei, do you have oh. any fails of late that you want to share with the beautiful people? <laughs> um... Fail of the week. I'll let you think while I sit yeah, out my place, So, place. I was um, at dinner and we're playing a fun game with candles and you have to punch the flame out. They punch the flame out, yeah? And uh, I, was, I was with my good friend uh, Juan. I was with all these, these nice friends from Spain. And one of his students, uh, Bea, Bea, hi Bea, decided to join in the game. And instead of punching the the flame, <laughs> she just smashed the candle, and all the hot wax went flying through the air, landed all over me, like all the way down my jeans. This was just before we were going to meet everyone for like a post grading party. All it looked like somebody had just had a big jizz all over me, man. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> all the way down my legs. I had to go home and change my entire outfit because, of course. The top, it was an ensemble, you yeah, know? Yeah, it was an ensemble. So I had to change my whole outfit, man. It was, it was, a, it was, it was a fool! Yeah, she'll, she'll, never, she'll never get to show that. No, 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 if I'm around. <laughs> no, if I have anything to say about it. So that was, yeah, that was my fail, getting candle wax thrown at me. Yeah, good one. one of the That's Spanish a good one, students, yeah. yeah. I haven't thought of one yet. Have you got one, Juan? Yeah, uh, maybe because we, we were going to the seminar so we relaxed a lot uh, right at the moment we have to look for a taxi impossible <laughs> to find a taxi was, can you imagine not yeah. being able to find a taxi yeah, in apparently, <laughs> nothing but taxis in apparently there was a rugby game so no taxi yeah, was passing yeah, by yeah, yeah. no one was accepting the request on the app <laughs> so it took us it took us like half an hour to actually get the first one. Oh yeah yeah oh, okay. so finally i arrived late the seminar is not yet uh, started, so I just open the door. I see a couple of people that I remember from being here in the, in the dojo. So I start saying, "Hi, oh, hello, hello, hello!" And suddenly I hear one. 
Go chase rock quickly. So so I realized okay. That's Scott, right? Yeah, Scott is saying yeah, Rick is saying they were together. Uh, they're <laughs> very ashamed. I don't want to be late. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair, yeah. Remind me of something stupid I did over the week. Uh, some stupid rude. God, where to begin? Uh, okay, so yesterday at the seminar, um, there was one of my students grading, yeah. and I was a little bit anxious about how he was going to get on. He didn't do much training over the summer, but he's he's good enough to go up. He was on. He was going up from a uh, from a half grade uh, red belt to a full red belt. So you know, wasn't going to be a massive deal. But I. When he finished uh, his the kid session with Rick Sensei, I went and I grabbed him, pulled him aside, and I just went through a couple of things with him. Nice. And then when he and I went downstairs, everybody had gone into the main hall and everybody was bowing. Everybody was in Seiza and doing the big bow to, to say thanks to, to Rick and Scott for the course. And so uh, he was there and also uh, little Grayson was there. So the two of them and, and me were stuck outside and we're going, shit, shit, we're late. And I was like, okay, boys, over here, stay with me, do exactly what I do, right? We have to go in and we have to look very ashamed. We have to kneel down and we have to bow and we have to wait. We have to wait to be summoned back into the class, okay? And why do we have to kneel down, sensei? <laughs> oh, it's a very, very serious course. We have to be very, very Japanese and serious and we'll look very ashamed and do a big, deep bow, okay? Just do what I do, stick close to me, we'll be fine, okay? Don't worry, don't worry. And I'm the one panicking and I'm making them panic. <laughs> then, so everybody stood up, standing bow afterwards. Everybody clap. Oh, thank you. And the next thing, Scott just gets everybody like, is, okay, tall people at the back. He starts arranging the group photo. And I got it in my head that we were going in for another training session. So, <laughs> me, me the, so these two kids are shaking in their boots, nearly crying because I'm all panicked. And we go in and nobody even notices us walking in the door. And uh, we just joined the group photo. And uh, everything was fine. Yeah. <laughs> but the two kids were still... Breaking it because when we when everybody was getting in line for the photo, they were like, "Where am I supposed to go? Will I stand here?" Oh, the big angry Englishman is going to tell me what to do. Yeah, <laughs> but it was fine in the end. That was so funny. Little Hamish, little Hamish, one of us just walked up in front of the green, in front of Scott's table when everyone was great and just like he just passed. So he yeah. was like, "Oh, get it!" He just walked across Scott. Like and Scott's looking at him like. The fuck is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then he, but then he to get he, to get uh, money for his dad to buy the belt. He then runs back and front of Scott's hand. Oh, and then the third time I was like, "Hey, bitch!" <laughs> I'm in the middle of a great little fucker. <laughs> it's great, so yeah. funny. Hey, my friend, you need to come back more often. Yes, this I have to. Yeah, very good fun. Having yeah. you in the dojo back in Dublin, oh, no. it's very warm in my heart. Yeah, I miss mine you a lot. too. I miss yeah, you mine a lot, too. my friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful anyway, time here. I yeah. love you so much. Yeah, uh, I would thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, you are now F even more famous. Ah, even more famous. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Fame. Yeah, so Juan, yeah, for the folks who haven't ever seen him in person, Juan is also a very, very handsome man. <laughs> he's got a, one, he's yeah. got an yes, immaculately well trimmed beard. It's very yeah. impressive. He's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you should check him out. Yeah, you, you can continue, please. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you're in Barcelona, please go train with Didac, train with Juan, train with the guys. They're lovely, excellent, excellent karate, lovely people. They're very, 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 very good friends to everyone. Um, so yeah, yeah. Please yeah. do that. Check, go to Barcelona, train with them, and uh, don't don't wait two years before you come back this time. Yeah, won't happen again. Oh. oh.